Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. It is uh, the D.L. Hughley Show. Um, uh, we were off uh, for uh, yesterday because it was a President's Day. And ever since Barack Obama is uh, Black Friday is what they call it in Alabama. You know? <laughs> or Monkey Monday. <laughs> yeah, there it is. Oh something yeah, something disrespectful, I'm sure they call it that. Um, so um, I hope everybody had a safe weekend. Uh, listen, if you're going to be in Perrysburg, uh, Ohio, which is really Toledo, I'll be right there uh, this Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. So come check me out. Two Friday, two Saturday, and two Sunday. Come check me out. That will be Nice of you to do. Um, Jasmine Sanders, did you have a great weekend? I did have a good weekend. weekend. Yeah, it was long. I liked it, though. I got a chance to, you know, catch up on some house cleaning after Super Bowl. You know, I was Didn't busy. catch up on sleep? I didn't catch up on no sleep. No. Yeah, women say, I get my sleep. Catch up Let on me tell sleep. you something. Yeah. I don't play around For with sure. that. I go straight to bed when I'm sleepy. Kind of like you do at the table. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I go straight to bed. Yeah. I don't wait for nothing. It's, it's not even that I'm sleepy. It's just I'm around such boring people. Like, yeah. I don't feel like oh, no, not true. true. Not true. Is that why you drool? <laughs> why would I listen to this? <laughs> I don't need this. And, and drool on myself. It's so much better. Yeah. We don't need you till the bill come no way. Wake up. Why why have value when I Valium when I have friends like yo? I don't need that. Uh happy birthday. First is uh Black History Month. Uh Skip, because he's forty percent white, he stopped celebrating on the sixteenth. That, that was his last day. So now it's, it's, it's the now the real Black History Month continues. It's the twentieth. I, I continue the last ten days of paying reparations. I'm a different one. Okay, we, we own our yeah. own now, y'all. The, the best you can get is a fourth of it. I'm telling you, you can't have all the reparations. Happy birthday to Rihanna. Of course, we're going to celebrate that in the mix. Happy birthday to Trevor Noah. Happy birthday to Charles Barkley. Him and Gail King. I have that show, King and King Charles, which is uh, not doing that well. But I think he, uh, I think it's just a weird blend. You know what I mean? Yeah, I love him on well TNT spoken. with with Shaq and them. They, they got great ratings on that. But you know. yeah, now it's like peanut butter and mayonnaise. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like it's, it's just I mean, she speaks bad. well. <laughs> he, it is. She <laughs> speaks well. He speaks terrible. I mean, <laughs> just terrible. Happy birthday to Cindy Crawford. Happy birthday to Justin Verlander. Happy birthday to Mitch McConnell with his no lips ass. Uh, um, happy birthday to Corey Spinks. Of course, posthumously, we just lost him recently. Happy birthday to one and only the gracious Sidney Poitier. Yes. Happy birthday to Kurt Cobain. Happy birthday to Nancy Wilson. And of course, po- uh, posthumously, happy birthday to Ivana Trump. Uh, we got a, sh- a show, great show lineup for you. Of course, Jasmine's going to tell us what's trending. We have a little note from the GED section. The D.O. Hughley Show. Jazz man, what man, tell these good people what is trending. Oh my goodness! First of all, there's so many things we didn't talk about. We didn't talk about Trump and that whole guilty thing there in New York, having to pay three hundred fifty-five million dollars. So look, here's the thing: three hundred fifty-five million dollars plus the eighty-three. Yes, the eighty-five that he owes. Mm-hmm. So this is the funny thing: Joe Biden raised forty-two million dollars in January. And that would just play uh, for a half a rape for uh, Donald Trump. Oh, my God. Must you say that? <laughs> it's true. It is true. I will say that, you know, there's Anytime a... Anytime you owe uh, almost half a billion dollars and you hawking tennis shoes... Yeah, th- <laughs> I mean, but they sold out, by the way. No, well, but he probably only <laughs> ordered 100 pairs. Yeah. They don't help nothing, yeah. though. 
and don't tell me it's a ref- inflation when you'll pay four hundred dollars for for for, a pair of gold for the shoes, air defendants. Yeah, for sure. For <laughs> you sure. Can't, you can't wear them on the court. You have to wear them to court. Yeah, the air defendant. And did you see where the the wife of like this real estate mogul or something started a GoFundMe page for him? Yeah, and they raised I, I don't know I don't know how much money, but they say it's it's not even enough to cover like the interest on on this. Well, what he's, the, the, he's bled them dry. Yeah, yeah. And, and let me yeah. one, one thing. Okay, so so he, he has that. But Donald Trump is the first white dude to get a shoe deal since Larry Bird. <laughs> and man, I'm telling you. Even they booed him, though. It was like, get out of here. Even Tom Brady, as successful as he's been, he won Super Bowls. He didn't. He got an Ugg shoe deal. Ain't nobody going to wait in line. I'm not even trying to be funny. No, you're right. No dude, anyway. Now, I mean, people do, people do not buy. Because to have a sneaker, you got to be. The sneakers are dope because black dudes buy them. Correct. And then everybody sees them and wants those sneakers, yes, right? Yes, that's correct. That, that, who going to want the air redneck? Who going to like... Yeah. And if you wear that red hat and those gold shoes, you'll look like somebody from one of the uh, sh- old countries you always talk about. You'll look like every cab driver I've ever had. Yeah, yeah. They're really not that attractive. Yeah, they're yeah. not. Also trending over the weekend, of course, you know, the NBA All-Star Weekend. Yes. Big, uh, big to do with Chris Brown and being invited to yeah. play and then being uninvited and then, you know, right. Ruffles saying, hey, look, we didn't have nothing to do with it. And, you know, then, of course, Suge Knight jumps in and talks about how they're still holding Chris Brown accountable, but meanwhile they're giving Dr. Dre a lot of awards and accolades. Yeah. And yeah. Dr. Dre got a got a, he he called it, accused domestic violence and he got a, a product called Beats. Yes, so yes, I, I don't yes, even know. Yes, yes, I don't know, man. But I will tell you this: finally trending. I, I didn't want to talk about this because you're you're so over it, but it was everywhere. Yeah. Okay, you ready for it? No. But, Monique oh, and her son back and forth, back and forth, back and forth with Daddy involved in the middle. It, it was it was pathetic to see this whole thing play out and she's putting out receipts you know and then why is he talking not the son but the, the well, I don't know what's what happening what receipts well what text receipts? messages from, from three years, years, ago. years ago from like years ago yeah. let, me, let me just say That's this sad. I feel bad I despise her yes. but I feel bad for him because I've had a mother like that mm. and it, I, I know what it's like to have a mother like that not the famous kind but, but equally as detrimental Yeah, and I can say this it's clear that Precious wasn't a movie. It was a reality show. <laughs> <laughs> they didn't even have to, she didn't even have to have a script. And I, I, I just, what, what I will say is that, you know, it's been three years since you, you know, the text, you text your son. I don't know how your son has a baby and, and other, you know, a grandchild and you're not involved in that person's life. But, but it's interesting. It's just so much back and forth. It ain't forth. three years before you mentioned your Oscar. Yeah. It ain't three years before you mentioned Tyler Perry's name about, or Oprah's name. How about you work on your family situation instead and, and, of worrying and, and, about yeah, and Tyler Perry and Oprah listen, and you? Yeah, right. <laughs> why is she, why is right, she worried about you and right. your family? And you know the one thing I am? Funny. I'm that. <laughs> wow. Then I'm there's that. that. Then there's I'm that. I'm that. I'm funny. Yeah. Then there's That's that. That's what I am. Yeah. You know, you might not like my humor, but I write jokes. You do. I don't get on stage and go. She writes hate. Yes. Oh, wow. But that's what's trending. All right, come here. We got a little note from the GED section. It is the D.L. Hughley Show. I have been working in radio about 15 years on this show, about 10 years. And what I've learned about radio, uh, the genre of radio, is it is tends to be the most segregated medium I've ever been through. Like country music plays country, pop plays pop. You know, uh, we we play a specific kind of music. It's very very segregated to say the least. I remember when David Bowie died, the white guy who was running the station group at the time said we couldn't play David Bowie because it was out of format. So I understand that there is a certain amount of 
Just like you can be, and and the one thing about black radio that I that I know to be consistent, black artists are not played on a lot of other types of formats. But a white soul artist can play on our formats. That's how they get to be big. You could be a Jack Harlow. You could be who was the kid that sang uh, uh, Ed Sheeran. That's how they can get big. Because as a matter of fact, Elton John became Elton John. Holland Oates became Holland Oates. The Doobie Brothers became Doobie Brothers because the black radio uh, embraced them, and then everybody else picked them up. So that is really what happens, right? It, it just generally goes one way. Generally, they can play songs on our format, but our artists generally can't play songs on their format unless they're big pop artists. Um, so when I hear John Snyder of Dukes of Hazard uh, kind of give uh, Beyonce a hard time for making a country song, uh, basically what he said is like a dog pissing all over the park. He was low-key calling her the B-word. So that's clearly what it was. And I used to like him. I remember we used to have the, the Dukes of Havre lunchbox. And now I would use him to hit that idiot in the head with it. It's, <laughs> it's insane. But the reason art is art because it challenges convention. Now, I'm not the biggest Beyonce fan where I think she's very, very talented. Just the music doesn't speak to me. It's a little, little too anthony for me. But she's an ex- extremely talented woman and capable of doing any number of things. And that's what you want from art. Art isn't confined to a certain thing. And for a person who calls himself an expert in country music to not understand that black music, black uh, music, R&B, excuse me, um, gospel and the blues are the basis of every single genre of American music. Every single one. As a matter of fact, they didn't know what to call it, so they called it race music, and then they segmented it out to all these places. So when a guy like that talks about an artist who wants to go into the where, where, where her people were the original people who started country music, like blues, <laughs> when blues music came out, what do white people have to be blue about? They ran everything, nobody could say anything. What were you sad about? But it's so funny because they have co-opted so much and stolen so much that they actually think it's theirs. They actually think that somebody is 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 encroaching on the art form that they originate, which couldn't be further from the truth. Beyonce is testing her roots. She was born in Texas. She's still connected to Texas. She used to wear cowboy hats and boots. I remember all the, uh, uh, you know, when Shania Twain was out, black women loved her. You know, and so it's... It's ridiculous when I hear an old guy who's famous for riding around from the, running from the police on the Dukes of Hazard now tell you he's an expert on country music. If he was, he would know that every single genre of American music, every single one, American music is black people. All of it. All of it. The, the American uh, uh, experiment, black people are the basis of every single, from rock to pop to country all of it is from her. So Beyonce is not is not delving into something new. Beyonce is testing her roots. She's coming back to where she came from. And if you don't like it, then you need to understand, which is why I think a lot of people don't like history. A lot of people, particularly like those men, are trying to destroy history because it distorts the story they've told themselves. Black music is American music. Country music is black music. So there's nothing unusual about a black artist singing the music that we that we originated. And you can get mad with your stupid ass car with the rebel flag. I can't believe I used to want a six million dollar I want a lunchbox with the Kings with the Dukes of Hazard on it. And I used to root for them too. Can you imagine me rooting for a redneck man? Times have changed. That's a little note from the GED sexiness is the DL Hugo show. 
Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Kaskali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Kaskali is right for you. McDonald's is not new to chicken. So maybe stop questioning that chicken cred and get your hands on the McCrispy. Juicy fried chicken, buttery bun, unmatched pickle to chicken ratio. Yeah, they know what they're doing. In fact, we can honestly say they're not new to chicken. They're true to chicken. The McCrispy. Only at McDonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. She's jazz. She's smart. It's the Jazzy Report on the D.L. Hughley Show. Alabama Supreme Court has issued a ruling that grants frozen embryos the same protections as children under the state's wrongful death of a minor act. The ruling is based on a wrongful death lawsuit brought by IVF patients whose frozen embryos were destroyed when a patient accidentally dropped them on the ground after removing them from the cryogenic storage unit. The court ruled that the embryos are people as far as the law is concerned and someone can therefore be held liable for destroying them. Well, they're people in a mop. (laughs) Yeah, <laughs> they are. They're people in the bucket now. Yeah, yeah. And so the patient who dropped them is probably going to face charges for accidentally doing something. <laughs> Whoops! Yeah. Murderer! Oh, no, I just my dropped goodness. the. I just dropped the vial of what food. is this on the floor? <laughs> Shut up! First Murderer! Not just the food, just the just got a little fabuloso yeah. on it. Come on, wow. Wow. Here's some, some good news. If you if you suffer like allergies from food, uh, a medication used to treat asthma can now be used to help people with food allergies to avoid severe reactions. It's the very first medication approved to reduce allergic reactions caused by accidental exposure to food triggers. Now, people who use it must continue to avoid the, fuse that ca- the foods that cause them reactions, such as peanuts, milk, uh, products, and eggs. you know that those things are very, virtually non-existent in third and fourth four countries? Well, yeah, because food allergies. they don't put as many things in our No, because they're, they're the only thing, only thing they're allergic to is hunger. Yeah. They're not allergic to food. Yeah. Yeah. That starvation yeah. bug is they, what gets they, them. They don't, they don't go like, uh, what is these, strawberries? No, it's hunger. That's mm-hmm. But we have so much... <laughs> Like they they did this thing where I think it was in Ethiopia or Sudan I don't know where it was but they took powdered powdered milk mixed it with peanut butter to give you know the pro it had because that's kind of a perfect situation protein uh, mm-hmm. you know car, like all that together everybody ate it nobody got sick you mm-hmm. do the now I get on a plane and it's little kids with peanut allergies. Yep. And I make them close that curtain because I'm going to sit. I mean, you know, I don't, you want your warm nuts. I don't care nothing about what's going suffering. on 21C. And don't say I want warm nuts well, you like do. that. You want your warm nuts. Not I like that. <laughs> Not like that. And you just did an in vitro commercial. You yeah, just I'm did a story saying, on in vitro. Your, there's nothing better than those warm nuts that they sold you on the plane. Hey, you know what? Can, <laughs> just speaking of that, can, can they be arrested for murder too? They, I mean, <laughs> perhaps. What is that in your eyebrow? Murderer! <laughs> Wait a second. That went too far. That's no necklace. Murderer. I was not barking up that tree. <laughs> um, so um, this is an interesting. Um, so I guess you everybody heard this. We were off for a couple of days. But uh, uh, this comedian, David Lucas, he sparked outrage when he, uh, you know, told the George Floyd joke. For the record, I'll be clear. I don't think anything is out of bounds. Anything. Mm-mm. Anything at all. Except this wasn't a joke. And if it was a joke, then he apologized to everybody 
Uh, he said, well, he made this, he made this, uh, he split hairs for no reason at all. He made a, 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 a distinction without a difference. He said, well, I apologize to the family, but not the joke. What's the difference? If you, if you tell a joke like that, Stan, I just think telling a joke like that in Kansas City in front of white people who, who it seemed, you know, I am of the mind that anybody can say anything. I'm a huge proponent of free speech. Um, but I don't think if you're going to tell a joke, you should apologize for it. I hate to seem as if um, my personal preferences matter to anybody, but I just, I don't think you should apologize for a joke. I don't think that was a great joke. I don't think it was a funny joke. I didn't think it had anything that was resembling a joke, but I think he has the right to tell it. So what do you think? You think that, uh, that, that should he have apologized or should people just get over a joke? 877-242-2426. Also, just up on Twitter at D.O. Hughley Radio or on Facebook, the D.O. Hughley Show. The website is the D.O. Hughley Show.com. Yeah, when he said, I would have, that's why George Ford got his neck. You make him see why people jill on George Ford's neck. And they said, I wouldn't have kneeled on his neck. I'd have shot that. And I went, wow. And then he did jokes about, you know, going to see where the counterfeit 20 was made. Mm -hmm. And he's very conservative, right? So he thinks that, and he was shining for white people, to me. And they were giggling. They, they, they they, yeah, all the black people laughed at white people. And that's what, that's what I have a problem with. But I can't tell somebody what their comedic vantage point is. So do you think, and I still, to this day, hold the fact that he shouldn't have apologized if he, if he told that joke. So if he thinks that he should stand on it. 877-242-2426. We're getting to your calls in a bit. It's the D.L. Hughley Show. So uh, Davis, David Lucas, you know what's funny? I think people court controversy, and they don't understand a lot of people. There was a comic... Uh, I forgot his name. What was the kid's name that did the joke about Kobe Bryant uh, right after he died and the helicopter joke? Remember that? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Never saw him again. Never worked again. So I think that there's allowance that people make for you if they like you. And he, David got to be clear. He's never going to get a black on his nail. And white people are going to get tired of him. <laughs> oh, yeah. They were wearing They're going to get tired of him. In the comments. They were wearing Yeah, he'll never. Out. He'll, you, and, and the thing that I know for sure is you have to have a base. Somebody has to mess with you. Like Chappelle has be, really been the only one I know that can that can kind of be expansive. Kevin Hart to a great degree, but but uh, Chappelle made his audience, uh, made his living doing comedy. That's what he does. He's a comedy machine. He was always been funny, so he has an expanded audience. Cat like uh, David Lucas, uh, they they gonna you the audience is gonna make you make a choice. Yeah, and they're gonna decide what you are. So do you think? But I still think if you told a joke. The, it is a cop out to say I, I, you know, I'm apologize, or it's a cop out to go. It was just a joke. I think he said something hateful. He meant from stage and couched it as a joke, and you know, and because under that delineation, he gets. I think <laughs> it's it's he can get away with it. Uh, so we're gonna go to our social media platform. Uh, DJ Lucci, what are they saying? Yes, Haley from Detroit said. I mean, you could tell the joke, but you gotta suffer the consequences from it. What are the consequences? What do you think the consequences are, Lucci? Maybe not getting another show. Well, he don't or... get another show. He, Joe Rogan, Joe Rogan people love him. Yeah, Joe yeah, Rogan. He looks different. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, they, they do. They love him. That's a different kind of thing. And he's also been in the, you know, he's been in entertainment for a while. He's been in our faces for a minute. He's done, and his base is UFC. So to go from UFC to yeah. you know a podcast that's different. That's you know your audience. Maybe he just yeah. needs to build his audience first. Yeah, I, I don't. We'll see. Um, I, I still don't think that you should if you tell a joke if I told a joke in jest and I, whether you were offended by it or not I don't think you should apologize uh, there's another comedian in the room we gotta let it on uh, remember we got a four hour show uh, Jeff Brown what is it what are you saying well I think um, they gotta be manna from heaven baby just get to it his Jasper ass shade tree house coon point of view is what's on trial here 
I think that. Uh, but he has a right to it. Yeah, yeah, he has a right to it. You have a right to say anything. But if sure. you're a, if you're a grudge comic, you got to be sure that you can swing the bat you pick up. Do you think that he should have apologized for telling the joke? Uh, no, me I think I, I don't think he should apologize for no. telling the joke. I'm never gonna listen to me. I'm never gonna mess with this kid. Never. There are things you could do. I'm not like, ah, but I I respect and will fight for your right to say the ignorant things you say. Well, but I see the energy he's coming from. I used to have, I, I hated it that white people used to like what I did more than black people because I loved them so yeah, much. Yeah. But I never. But you don't have to worry about that now. They, they hate you just as they, much. They hate me anything. just as much. <laughs> I don't, I, I, I can't condemn my people because of what they don't like of me. And that's where that's coming from with him. His, his, his issue with black people is that they don't like him the way he wants them to. I don't know. Here's what I will say. I think, I think, and I think there's nothing wrong with being cruel with a joke. No, not at all. Not at all. Because everybody's, everybody's about a joke. What I didn't like is that it came from nowhere. It wasn't structured. And you doubled down on, oh, yeah. yeah. And, and when he got heat from his Rogan, Roganized, and he's like, oh, I didn't apologize to them. I just apologized. Hey, man, I, listen, I told a joke. You didn't like it. Move on. That's that's what I would have said. Um, so do you think that uh, uh, David Lucas told a joke that was very offensive to a lot of people? Uh, he he made the distinction of saying he apologized to the family, but not for the joke. I don't know what the difference is. <laughs> I don't give it a difference. That's a distinct without a difference. But do you think he should have apologized? 877-242-2426. More of your calls are coming up on the D.L. Hughley Show. Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Kaskali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Kaskali is right for you. McDonald's is not new to chicken. So maybe stop questioning that chicken cred and get your hands on the McCrispy. Juicy fried chicken, buttery bun, unmatched pickle to chicken ratio. Yeah, they know what they're doing. In fact, we can honestly say they're not new to chicken. They're true to chicken. The McCrispy. Only at McDonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Uh, it's the D.O. Hughley Show. Your, and I'm an update. Um, so, listen, if you're going to be in Perrysburg, Ohio, I'll be there this Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. Uh, the Saturday shows are sold out, so we have some tickets available for Friday and Sunday, so come check me out. Um, David Lucas uh, said this, a comedian. Uh, he later on made the distinction, I think a distinction without a difference, where he apologized to uh, the family, the Floyd family, because I know he apologized to Stack. Stephen Jackson, which Stephen Jackson, you remember him? He beat up the entire city of Detroit. Yeah. I mean, he beat up the entire city. He beat Auburn Hills up. Yeah, yeah. all the ticket holders. He, he beat the entire front. Now I'm sure they were all corporate boxes, but he beat the entire Auburn Hills up. Yes, and I'm sure he has some choice words. But do you think he should have apologized, Jasmine Sanders? What do you think? I don't think he should have. I don't like the joke, right? But that was his set. That's what he thought was going to yep. be funny. I think you yep. can say what you want to, and, and you will have to, as it's been stated, suffer the consequences. I thought about that as I was watching this whole beef back and forth between Donnell Rollins and Corey Holcomb over the weekend. And I guess I Corey just saw said that some things about, you know, Dave Chappelle and said that he didn't think he was funny. And, you know, I guess, you know, condemning the jokes that he had been telling and, Donnell Rollins didn't like that, and they had some back and forth. So I think, you know, it's up to you to decide what your show looks like, and either people like it or they don't. There did two things. One, I'm not, I'm a comedian. I'm not going to buy a ticket. I would never go buy a ticket to see this kid, right? Mm hmm. 
Um, there, there are about 10 people I would pay to see. I think it's wrong when comedians tell other comedians that what they're doing isn't funny because they're not the audience. Correct. Right? So I'm, I'm, I'm standing. I think that it was repulsive what he did. I think it was shining. I think it was coonish. But he has the right to be that way, and I'm defending that aspect of it. But apologizing to black people when they sense that you don't mean it, um, or when they when I, they're never gonna forgive you for that anyway. No, they're never gonna forgive you. I'm not. They're never gonna forgive. Never. There's some things they haven't forgiven me for that Diane Ives joke, so I know they're gonna forgive you. Uh, I mean, I think anything that you do that that you know, I think rubs people, specifically black people, is Chrisette Michelle, right? She didn't tell a joke, but she sang a song, and people yeah. was like, "Hey," and they haven't forgiven her yet. I yeah. think you know he might be in the same category. Yeah. 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 So. Sadly, um, black folks like being done with other black folks, and <laughs> yeah. we, we like being yeah. done with you. Yeah, yeah. It was. I, I just. I was like, "What? Yeah. This is." But but for me, for me, I even jokes that I am repulsed by. The, my problem with the joke, I thought it was mean spirit. I thought it was. It was. He was shining for them. And it was. Cheap. I didn't think it was clever. I didn't think it, Thank it, it you. just didn't. It just was. Being mean to shine for them to have some kind of elicit some kind of response, and then not being able to take the heat when it happens. You know how many times people have threatened to cancel my show or boycott me or or have somebody shouted at me on my show. <laughs> I can't believe what I, you know. So I know what that's like. But if I told a joke and it was in jest, I'm standing on it. I mean, he's a big boy, so it probably hurt his feet to stand up that long. But I'm just saying. And why is all big chunky dudes like him and Jason Will like those built bad built dudes love the air <laughs> like this? I don't understand. You don't. You don't. You don't get that. It's no, very simple. Black socks to gym class, pick last, girls didn't want to deal with you, <laughs> and now you're going to take all that out when you get a mic. Maybe. That's where that comes Maybe. from. That sounds familiar. That does. <laughs> all right, we're going to be getting to your calls in a bit more. Your calls are coming up at the D.L. Hughley Show. Uh, so the question we're asking, ladies and gentlemen, so here's a, here's a little bit of this comedian. Doing the whole show, man, all these good-ass white people at my show. <laughs> and you wanted to show them the reason George Floyd got his neck nailed on. Don't ooh at that joke. It's just a joke, man. I would have never kneeled on George Floyd's neck. I would have shot that. That was. I think it was in Kansas City, where they where they have no love of black people. This was before the Super Bowl. To so. start. <laughs> um, so, uh, do you think he should have apologized? Skip, what were you saying off there? I mean, I, mean, I think there are times. I think sometimes you do should be apologized. He should apologize. I think he offended the family of George Floyd. Floyd, and maybe he didn't care. If you don't care, then don't apologize. If you don't care who's who you step on, and you know, don't apologize. But I, I don't like the fact that he got on Willie D's show and said. Well, y'all gonna cancel me, so you rather that I be a drug dealer or robbing people than telling bad jokes or what? Like that's the that's the you got to go all the way from there to there. There's nothing in between that you either have to tell a, a tasteless joke or be a drug dealer. That's that's what we Let me let me. You're, you're absolutely. When people say crossover artist, you have to have a base to cross over from. Hmm. How about that? You know what I mean? You got to be a base to cross over from, and generally it is tribal. People, and it doesn't have to be color, but if you speak a certain way and women like you, they're going to come. If you speak a certain way, black people like you, they're going to come. If you speak a certain way, uh, rednecks like you, they're going to come. You know what I mean? But you have to have a base. And his base um, is, I don't know that you can expand from that. Because once some one group said they they done with you, and then you don't you don't manage to navigate that space and, and draw enough people in where you're not a novelty anymore. Because it takes a long time. A long time in different iterations to, to build an audience up. 
And if your introduction to them initially was this, and this is where you go, and you've done a lot of you, even if he's new in the game, I mean, he hasn't been around a really long time. He's done a lot of shows. You get the difference. He knew what that was. He knew what was happening. But I think uh, in many ways, just like any other artist, right, in any other lane, you do what you want. You know, we take Prince, for example, right? For a long time, Prince did the kind of music that people were really digging. And all of a sudden, he made a quick turn to the left and started doing what he wanted to do. And he knew, okay, well, my audience may not get it. He never apologized for it. And I think it's very much in the same way in this. If he, I know he had to have thought as he was writing out these jokes this might not be, you know, well-received with not only the Floyd family, but a lot of black people. But he still stood up on stage, told the jokes, not only with a lot of gusto, but then talked about the people who got mad at him. Yeah. So my thing is, if you were, if you were, you know, that bolsterous to do it, I, mean, I don't yeah. know what you're apologizing for. I don't either. You said it. You I don't wrote get it. it. Yeah. You performed yeah. it. Own it. Own it. Man, I was in New York all last week. And shout out to everybody that came out to the City Winery. You're absolutely right. It was one of the best venue, venues I played in a long time. I know you did. Sound was spectacular. Mm-hmm. I love that. I'll be going to be in Atlanta. The Atlanta, uh, we're going to play at the Atlanta uh, City Winery. That's already sold out. So I just, they do a great job. The crowds were great. The staff was spectacular. So shout out to them. Um, So uh, this kid, David Lucas, uh, funny uh, comedian, uh, told a joke on stage. This is how it went. On the whole show, man, all these good ass white people at my show. (laughs) And you wanted to show them the reason George Floyd got his neck nailed on. Don't ooh at that joke. It's just a joke, man. I would have never kneeled on George Floyd's neck. I would have shot that. That was. Um, and then he apologized to and Willie D. When I, when I talked to Willie D. at the ghetto with ghetto boys, Willie D. Um, he was not inclined to be nice to him. <laughs> he he he's, he wasn't inclined to be nice to him. But I guess they had a conversation. Um, do you think he should apologize? We're gonna go to the phones. I think it was really, really sad and pathetic. It made more of a statement about him and where he's at. You know, we got enough sellouts in our community. Come on now. They should have ran his ass up out of there. I don't think he should have to apologize for a joke. It was in poor taste. Um, If he's going to apologize for it, he should go directly to the family and apologize. Uh, The joke shouldn't have been made at all, period. But you know how some right rednecks are. They ain't got no problem with him saying these things. So, yeah, he shouldn't apologize for it, but it shouldn't have been said in the first place. I, I agree with DL. I mean, freedom of speech. You should have the right to say whatever you want to say. Uh, I'm sorry that the white people didn't get the sense of humor, but uh, we hear from Trump's sense of humor every day. They seem to get that. So I'm with DL. I agree. You can say whatever you want to say. First of all, I don't think you should apologize. Uh, because at the end of the day, it's a joke. I don't understand why people go to watch a comedian, go listen to a comedian, and thinking that the the, the people they're going to watch, a man or female, are going to watch a comedian, and they get so upset because sometimes these comedians say some of the outlandish stuff, and you get so upset about it. I don't I don't understand the uh you know people how they get so upset going to, to a comedy club to watch a comedian. He or she may say something that you may not agree with. But why are you there? There's other people that's there that may laugh about it. Just because you don't like the joke, don't laugh. But the other people may think it's funny. A comedian is not there to entertain you only. They're, in the, they're there to entertain all the people that's there who pay tickets to come see them. So I don't. I never understood the outrage why people go to watch a comedian, then they get upset and get offended 
about the things that they say. They are doing their jobs. They're not there to entertain you. They're in, they're to entertain everybody who bought a ticket. So, I, again, it's just beyond me. I don't understand it. It's a comedian. They are doing their job. All right, Lena, have you been paying attention to this show that we're doing right now? Yes. Not the one that we did last week? Yeah. What do you think? Well, I I do think that he's allowed to say whatever joke he wants, but I do think that he has to suffer the repercussions. What are the repercussions, you think? If if he's telling an insensitive joke. I mean, not everybody's supposed to. Well, but but like what are the true repercussions? Because I'm telling you, white people. Lots of revenue. White, white people that like him are going to like that. The, the MAGA crowd he appeals to is going to like that joke. Yeah. But I think what we've seen when the MAGA crowd likes you, when yeah. the GOP likes you, yeah. they use you till right. you are no longer usable. As Amarosa. And then they As throw Diamond you and Silk. So you might want to stack them checks up because As when Stacey Dash. What you, what you doing now? Yeah, ask him. When so, white supremacy is done with his toys, right. he breaks them. That's right. right. Yeah. So those are the repercussions. So, and, 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 you know, it's just, but I don't, I, the, the people are like, well, you said something uh, people didn't like, and so what? They say mean stuff to you on Twitter? Like, what is, like what's the real repercussion? Yeah. They don't, it, you gotta. But I also think it has a lot to do with the art and the craft of being able to tell the joke along with whatever Thank your you. personality is. I've said to you on a number of occasions, I think that there are things that you can say that someone else could not say because I think because of who you are. And I think people get that when you tell that joke. Nobody walks away super mad. You know, yeah, you've told some stroke jokes and it's kind of weird, but <laughs> the lady still loved you in that right. case. She still yeah. wanted to have a drink with you, yeah. even though her medication may have taken That's, her out. We're talking it was about cool. something totally But I'm different. saying the point is there are certain things that you can say and you can tell it is not malicious. It's not meant from in a, in you, a sense of evil intent. Do you know why? This is what I, when this kid describes himself, he said, I'm an edgy comic. You don't bequeath that on yourself. No. Right. You don't. When you say that you're an edgy comic, that yeah. means that you are deliberately doing it. Correct. So, so when you say I'm edgy comic and I, I'm, I'm mm-hmm. supposed to be, he's already made his mind up that I can win these people over by doing this thing as opposed to being. Org- and so that's that's my uh, interpretation. We're gonna go to the. Uh, we're gonna get to your calls in a bit. It's the D.L. Hughley show. Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Kaskali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at kisqali.com and talk to your doctor to see if Kaskali is right for you. McDonald's is not new to chicken. So maybe stop questioning that chicken cred and get your hands on the McCrispy. Juicy fried chicken, buttery bun, unmatched pickle to chicken ratio. Yeah, they know what they're doing. In fact, we can honestly say they're not new to chicken. They're true to chicken. The McCrispy. Only at McDonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. The question we're asking, so... Kid David Lucas told a joke about uh, George Floyd. Um, and, uh, yeah, well, then he later apologized to the the family and made a big deal, went online. And, do we have a little bit of his apology? That's a distinction without a difference because you mm-hmm. apologized. And you apologized because you were taking heat. <laughs> and it wasn't just from the family. Right. And you know how I know that? Did you? I'm sure you heard how he was really standing in what he was saying. Yeah. Okay, you don't like what I yeah. I got your money. Go on right, and leave. Right. So now all of a sudden he's sorry. Right. Clearly yeah. he caved in to pressure. All right. And he, and he said, I like Roger Rittenhouse. I like, <laughs> like, like Howard Rittenhouse too. Remember he said that? Howard, yeah. So it's, it's just a mindset with this yeah. kid. We're going to go to the phones. Yeah, I don't think that he should apologize for it because a joke is a joke, whether it's good or bad. 
you know, um, people apologize all the time. Or should I say, you know, tell a joke all the time. But just because a joke is told, some people may find it offensive, depending on where their headspace is, you know. But if it's um, they found it expensive where their headspace is, I feel like a comedian would never make money if they were worried about how people thought about them. How you doing? Um, so I feel like comedy shouldn't have any bounds. There's no rules to comedy. Um, just don't force the funny. And I just, I'm cool with him telling a joke, but make it funny. You know what I mean? Like, so it's just, uh, it, it's, it's, it's a tough area. Like, if you tell a joke and it bomb, it puts you in a, in a weird position. Make sure it hit. That's all. I hope these niggas don't run across niggas like them. Wow. Mm. I really do. Mm -hmm. I hope the Candace Owens and these people like that never have to run across a black person who hates black people as much as they do. I mean, because the, you're going to have, he said he's a father. I hope your kids and your family never run against somebody with the same mentality you do. I hope they don't. I hope they don't meet the other you. Your children meet nobody like you, and it's not in their favor. Because you got to forget, you kids, they oftentimes, oftentimes, they don't have the same mindset as you. They're going to have the same perspective as you. But our children are specifically seen a different way. And I hope, and I'm not wishing ill on anybody, I hope that they never run across somebody who has as low an opinion as black people that, yeah. as they do. I hope they don't. God bless them if they run across Man, your fans. They, they run across you. And you know what? If he, if he was at, at those places, he'd have to just he'd have to wear a Blacks for Trump shirt just to be safe. That ain't right. to be distinguished. That's just to be the safe. The stand up that he does, he is not safe in the places that people who like it if they don't know he does stand up. Yeah. I yeah. Well. Hmm? All right, I didn't know what he said. Not either. Was weird. Was weird. The, 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 the Every once in a while he does some stuff. <laughs> Like he's a bright kid, but I, sometimes I mean, he goes I too far. Oh, whatever. Shine bright. The, the, the positions that he takes <laughs> are only safe. Yeah, yeah, he can't be Clark okay. Kent. He's we only safe as Superman. Right, I don't get it. <laughs> we still hey, don't get Jasmine, it. hit him with the strobe light. You got <laughs> all that <laughs> that always realigns Kyle. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Now it's time for the streaming movie review with the Lebo, the streaming act warrior. Amne Salamianani. Olamne say. Hamni, Hamni, Ham. Uh oh, DL, my home brother. What's that, Alibo? It is still the Black in History Month, so it is time to recognize unsung African and American heroes. The first person is Dolores Big Mama Cole. She is the first person to call diabetes the sugar. Uh oh. <laughs> then there is John T. Bone Willis, the first man to put something on his mama. You know what I say? If you hit me again, I will beat your ass. I put that on my mama. Uh-oh. <laughs> and finally, we honor Tracy T.T. Washington, the first person to talk to the screen during a movie. <laughs> Today's movie will make you talk and sing to the screen. The movie is Bob DeMarley, One Love, starring Kingsley D'Addia. This is the same guy who played Malcolm the X in the One Night in Miami movie. He's very good. This movie is the story of how reggae icon Bobby Marley overcame adversity and the journey behind his revolutionary lyrics. Yes, this is another bio movie. Is it as good as Ray or Get On Up, the James A. Brown movie? No. Is it better than the Aretha or Whitney movie? Yes. I would rather watch a bunch of monkeys watching a bunch of monkeys. <laughs> the movie moves at a nice pace, telling the story. The acting is exceptional, but it's the music that makes this movie as good as it is. 
This is the music that influenced and continues to influence the generations of musicians and weed smokers. You know, dear my own brother, when I'm bullying this movie, everyone in the theater was high. One woman was so high, she was using her phone as a remote control to try to turn the volume up. <laughs> One guy was so drunk, he bit his smartphone because it had an apple on it. I'm serious. <laughs> I am a warrior. I cannot get high. I just lower my IQ to be polite. Uh-oh. <laughs> I give this movie three handbags and a bag of edible gummy warriors. Now you can get the munchies from your munchies. I'm serious. <laughs> this is Alibo, your hacking warrior, with the stream hacking movie review. Stay safe and healthy. Hamni, Hamni, Ham. Oh, oh. Whether it's audiobooks or all time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Kaskali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at kisqali.com and talk to your doctor to see if Kaskali is right for you. McDonald's is not new to chicken. So maybe stop questioning their chicken cred and get your hands on the McCrispy. Juicy fried chicken, buttery bun, unmatched pickle to chicken ratio. Yeah, they know what they're doing. In fact, we can honestly say they're not new to chicken. They're true to chicken. The McCrispy. Only at McDonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. It is uh, the D.O. Hughley Show. Your Indictment update. Um, so in case you're going to be in Perrysburg, Ohio, which is Toledo, I'm going to be there this Friday, Saturday, and Sunday at the uh, Funny Bone in, Tol- in Perrysburg. A lot of people from Detroit come down. I, I really like it. One I like Detroit. I, of course, you would. Mm-hmm. Detroit's dope. It's dope as hell. I was, uh, I, I would, uh, I was pulling for them to beat. Well, I, I wanted them to go to the Super Bowl. I just didn't want them to be San Francisco to do it. So what? I guess I was, I was, I was conflicted. Um, so Donald Trump is selling sneakers, right? Yep. Name me one product he's ever had that worked. One. Trump um, steaks. Nope. Trump Airlines. Nope. Trump water. Nope. Mm. Ties. Ties. Nope. His hats worked. Nope. nope. Yeah, but they. Yeah, but that's he, I mean, he, he, Trump Airlines. Nope. Nope. Trump casinos. Nope. nope. You don't see those golf no courses. Well, he has to get a lot. Take they take a lot of those over. Yeah. So he's not the business school. Man. He had a great school. He had. To, he had. To, <laughs> they, they, it's a joke. He had to close it and give twenty five million. Yeah. No. Yeah. Just, yeah. Okay. He had Trump rugs. Yeah, and he wears them on his head. Yeah, <laughs> the suit. Have you so, ever noticed how anybody who talks about him as a businessman man never brings up any of what we just no, said? Never. Mm. And he was ranked as the worst president. I in saw history. that. And and they're upset. If you get impeached twice, you steal documents, you start a uh, you start a uh, insurrection. People are gonna have a pretty low opinion. Historians, <laughs> especially. I ain't talking about the voters. Generally, people historians, people who write history. And when they they made Biden fourteenth, and it's based on his legislative accomplishments. That's what that is. He was above Reagan. Reagan, like Reagan, white people love Reagan because he ushered in this kind of Fox News mindset, where you know, pull your, the Iron Rand thing, pull yourself by your bootstraps. But the thing he accomplished, there are people who've legislatively done, a lot, and and a black dude is in the top ten, and we ain't talking yeah. about basketball or football. Mm-hmm. Come on, yeah. Do you see where he compared himself to uh, the the guy who was killed in Russia? <laughs> he said, "Not My fast legal, enough." Legal woes are compared to that. Yeah, like what is he talking no. about? I mean, and history, like 
people don't people forget history is not going to judge people. Needless to say, powerful white people have very rarely been on the right side of history. In any incarnation. You know who's always generally on the right side of history? Black women. Mm. They're generally always on the right side of history. Whatever they, whatever, whenever, because they're pretty, you know. Not Florida Evans. No, Florida. No, she was on the right side uh-uh. of history. How she, was told, she told Michael that Jesus wasn't black. Uh, she stopped See, James from going to get that job. But I'm not talking about the people that you say cut on TV. I'm talking about the real existing like real life people. Oh, okay. Never yeah, mind. I'm not yeah. talking about she spoke out about um, pay, remember? She yeah. did a whole interview talking about and that. And she was the very first one to introduce a black father because they wanted That's her right. to be a single mother. That's mm-hmm. Esther Rowe. I'm talking about Florida Evans. That, but Esther Rowe played, see. I, I, well, let's talk Jesus about Peter Christ. Pan, too. Put him back in his cage, please. <laughs> I don't know. Get the strobe light ready. Something's going on. If this dude we starts smelling, strong, if he starts smelling almonds, we know we're going somewhere. <laughs> Coming up this hour, we're going to celebrate Black History Month. You let him talk. Man, exactly. Exactly. You brought him in here. Uh, Yeah, you had to have him. We're going to celebrate Black History Month with Jamal Kingsley, the military man, plus the Hughley Hustle Home, Rihanna birthday mix, and we're going to honor someone's benevolence as the human being of the week. It's the D.L. Hughley Show. Jamal Kingsley, the military man, is here to recognize black folk who are making black history today. Brothers and sisters, this is Jamal Kingsley, the militant man, here to recognize black folk who are making black history today. Today's honoree is Brianna Daniels, the first black woman in a NASCAR pit crew. Oh yes, she's representing in an industry that's full of males and rednecks, a black woman is representing. Think about it, my brother. When that race car pulls into the pit from doing 200 miles per hour, Brianna Daniels grabs a power drill, takes off those five lug nuts, removes that 24-pound tire, grabs a new tire, puts it on, and then puts those lug nuts back on with a power drill. Could you believe she does all that in less than 12 seconds? Ain't nothing better than a beautiful black woman who gets her nuts off fast. Think about it, my brother. Oh, but I'm not surprised. How many times have you been driving around and a black woman is always telling you what to do while you're driving? Think about it, my brother. So salute goes out to Brianna Daniels, the first black woman in a NASCAR pit crew. This has been Jamal Kingsley, the militant man, here recognizing black folk who are making black history today. Now think about that, my brother. Wow, he stays on top of it. Coming up, we're gonna uh, we have the Hughley Hustle on Rihanna birthday mix. This is the DL Hughley show. Happy birthday, Rihanna! Um, Riri. <laughs> what did you say? Riri. <laughs> I just wanted to get my birthday shout out in there. Um, so uh, did, you, did you? I'm watching CNN. Did you see that? White, it's a white alligator. Is that the one that with seven dollars inside of it? Yeah, I'm, I'm sure it's a supervisor. Whatever it is, I'm sure. <laughs> it's, it's it's over. I'm, it's in charge of some other alligators. I'm sure it has a clipboard. I know it does. <laughs> <laughs> it's a white alligator. I'm sure its credit score is outstanding. Um, Jasmine Sanders, uh, somebody out there is being the human being of the week. Uh, they were gracious. They were uh, they they uh, stood up for their fellow man. They did remarkable things. Who are they? 
I think this is such a cute story. His name is Larry Farish Jr. Larry out of Farish. Louisville, Farish, uh-huh. and he was a bus. He's a bus driver, and you know he's been driving a bus, school bus for years. Loves his kids. Short or long? Long. Okay. I think. Check it. Let's go with the long one. Anyway, uh, there was a kid who got on the bus, a first grader, and he noticed that the kid was very sad, and he just couldn't figure out why. Turns out, the kid did not have pajamas for pajama day, and Uh was, you know, crying, a little upset, and so the bus driver dropped him off at school, took his own time to go to uh, a store to buy the kids some pajamas, and then took them back to school to give them to him. That is wonderful. Just so he could feel included. That was so nice of him. That is very nice. What's his name? Larry... Larry Farish, Larry Farish Jr. Don't forget the junior. Now, generally, don't show up. Don't let grown men show up with some pajamas for a one-year-old. That ain't yeah. stranger. That ain't really that great. There's a man named Larry out here in the hallway. got some PJs for you. Everybody else has on PJs. Yeah. Okay, I see. You that's, know? That's, that's a nice that's thing. That's a cute story. Yeah, All I right. think so. So, Larry Farish, you did uh, due diligence. You were humane. You, you, you Compassion for a young mm-hmm. kid. That boy, he'll, boy. he'll always remember it. How about that? And we give you the human, you're a human being of the week, and we give you the clap. That's it. That's it. So we're in the middle of Black History, not the middle. We're, we're rounding the corner yeah. on Black History Month. Yeah. He, see, the, the, the dude with uh, 40% uh, white, he wrote this. So. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he can't he be over fast enough for him. We but. only get five. <laughs> wow. Wow. That's so we all know well, that if, if, if your middle is like a you know, 15, 20 day period, you, you got to just make the middle bigger. That's all. You can okay. Say. Yeah. I mean, talk to your people, man. It ain't our fault. We ain't do the calendar. <laughs> <laughs> Use your influence. <laughs> all right. Uh, uh, of course, uh, we're in the middle of Black History Month. We all know about Martin Luther King Jr. and Harriet Tubman, but there are a lot of other black people that we're going to talk about on my top five. That's coming up in less than 15 minutes. Now it's time for what you need to know with Sybil Wilkes. It's Sybil Wilkes with What You Need to Know. GOP presidential candidate Nikki Haley said she would pardon former President Donald Trump if he's convicted of a federal crime, saying it was time to move forward. Donald Trump faces multiple legal hurdles with the most recent development out of his New York civil fraud case, where he's barred from operating his businesses in New York and fined more than $350 million. The comments during Haley's town hall comes ahead of her February 24th South Carolina Carolina primary where she faces off against Trump and current polls indicate that he holds a more than two to one lead over the former South Carolina governor 64.7 percent to 31.6 percent. A medication used to treat asthma can now give people with food allergies some peace of mind. About 17 million Americans have the type of food allergies that can cause severe anaphylactic shock. Now Zolaire, prescribed for allergic asthma flare-ups, is FDA-approved to prevent severe food allergy reactions in patients as young as one. Zolaire costs about $2,900 per month for children and $5,000 for adults. Its maker, Gentech Novartis, said people with insurance generally pay less. Don't put your iPhone in rice. In an update on its tech site, Apple said you should not put your wet iPhone into a bag of rice. Doing so would allow small particles of rice to damage your phone. Instead, to help remove excess liquid and dry your phone, tap it gently against your hand with the connector facing down. Leave your iPhone in a dry area with some airflow and after about 30 minutes, try charging your iPhone. Apple announced if your phone gets wet, a new feature sends an alert warning you that your phone is wet and should wait to charge it. To subscribe to my free daily newsletter, please visit SybilWilks.com. I'm Sybil Wilkes. Be informed. Be empowered.
It is uh, the D.L. Hughley Show. You're your diamond update. In case you are in Perrysburg or, or in Detroit or in uh, Toledo or Bowling Green, come check me out. I'm going to be at the Emperor, at the Funny Bone in uh, Perrysburg, Ohio. So come check me out. Um, Jasmine Sanders, so um, have you been watching the Fonnie Willis' trial? I have, actually. So she is not on trial. They're just trying to ascertain what? They are trying to ascertain whether or not she should be removed from this particular Why? situation because of the guy that she hired to pro- help her prosecute Trump. She knocked him off, right? She, they was knocking boots. Right. And <laughs> So what is that? Why, why is that? Why well, because is that important? She has to prove that she did not benefit from anything from him because she it did would benefit be, some. It would be well, she did, right. but it's not illegal. Yeah, that part. But in terms of monetarily exchanges, so uh, what? You know, you, you we're talking about a dude correct. who committed fraud. We're talking about the dude who's on trial for trying to overthrow election. The dude who paid a hooker off is going to go trial for that. Let's come on now. No, I get that, but it's I think stupid. from a legal perspective, it can't look as though she I guess I don't know obtained some benefit by hiring him in the first place considering of their relationship to go after someone that she was trying to get she did gain a benefit she got her wig pushed back she got a little maintenance that's yeah, fine she got her wig pushed that's back that's a little outside now I don't know how that has anything to do and I do think uh, that uh, here's one, the one thing I know for sure that Donald Trump probably despises Howard the university Howard, because all the, the the girl the, <laughs> Patricia, she's Letitia, Letitia she's with the Howard. Kamala with the Howard. <laughs> Fonnie Willis with the Howard. You just tell he you. can't he can't see a buffalo walk by without wanting to hurt himself. Mm-mm, not at all. Man, and this is so I think it is horrible, but I think she had to anticipate that they were going to pull out all stops. Yeah, of and, and I wouldn't want to tell nobody my business either. Yeah. Well, she didn't want to, but she was like, you know, hey, he got all the the facts right, right here. Read right. through them. Her father was on. Well, you know why her father was on, right? Because she said, I paid cash for everything, and that's why there's no paper trail. So I paid him back everything. We split things. And he said, well, where did you get this money? She said, let me tell you something about black daddies. They tell you, they'll tell their daughters, you keep money. And the daddy got on the stand and said, that's right. You're supposed to keep money it's in the a house. Black thing. You, okay. It's a black thing. Who don't have money in the house right I now? I don't. Wow. Broke people. Damn. Well, you didn't grow up I with your real daddy. So I'm just saying... I'm just saying. Well, the daddy I grew up with was black. Yeah, he but still he, didn't, tell he me. didn't have an investment in you like that. <laughs> I'm just saying. <laughs> I'm just saying. If he didn't tell you to keep some cash in the house, if there was ever a time to F-U-D-L he, Hughley, did, it would be right he, now. Did he? Did he tell? What did he tell you about money? What he told me was, "Don't ever take care of a man." That okay. That was enough that, for that, me. That was that was something you tell somebody that you adopted. You don't. You don't That's give not him true. <laughs> you don't really give him the real spiel. You don't I give him the inside dope. Horrible. You don't give him the inside dope. Yeah, just, just we love you for being horrible. basic stuff. Horrible. Just make sure you don't take care of a man. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> no. Don't do that. <laughs> that you can get that stitched on the doily. That be. <laughs> <laughs> um, we are, of course, in the middle of Black History Month. Now we all know of, about the exploits of Martin Luther King Jr. and Harry Tubman, but there are other Black History figures we should all know about. Jasmine, give us five little known Black History figures. Who made a big change by BuzzFeed.com. Number five, Robert Smalls. Not Biggie Smalls. No, this is Robert Smalls. He was an ex-slave and a naval hero who went on to become the first congressional representative for North Carolina. But in 1862, he freed himself and his crew from slavery uh, by commandeering the Confederate ship. It was like, yo, we out. 
Yeah. I like it. Some, it was Sin Q. Yeah. Like. He was like, I the captain now. I'll take the boat. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> captain Phillips. <laughs> look, at, look at me. It was like Captain Phillips, but they had tea fresh, two freshers. Right oh, there. yeah. Well, number four of the top remember, five. Remember when they stole that boat on Captain Phillips? I was like, they should have went right to the dentist. They, they should like, have. <laughs> they should have. I was like, wow. Where you going? We, next time we're going to wrap a shit with floss on it. That's <laughs> <laughs> number four of the top five little known black history figures who made a big change. Uh, Edward Boucher. Uh, he was the first African-American to graduate from Yale. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. Dedicated okay. his postgraduate life to educating students. Not Bobby Boucher, the water boy. Physics. No, that's different. I'm just trying to figure yeah. it out. Number three in the top five little-known black history figures who made a big change, Louis Latimer. Not, Not Latimer. Not the famous Latimer. Not Latimer. Okay, okay, okay. No, no, no. This is the inventor of um, the filament in uh, Thomas Edison's yeah, light bulb. light bulb, yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So we know who yeah, did that. Yeah. Number two of the top five little-known black history figures who made a big change, Matthew Alexander Henson. Three names. Okay. You know what he is? He was the assistant Admiral Perry. No. He was a discoverer. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he was a discoverer. Yeah, yeah. First uh, African-American Arctic explorer, yeah, as a matter he, of fact. He, Admiral, you know, I went to Perry Junior High. Now. And he was you, with Henson. Is this a part of your curriculum at your school? No. Which, come on, see. It's, I'm just asking the question. Am I telling the truth? No, you are you. telling I the truth. The, I got the paper. I know you're telling yeah, the truth. I thought it was yeah. Taraji P. Henson's daddy, but no, there's something else. Maybe a long time. Maybe one of my forefathers. But he went with that black dude, on, with the white he dude, on ice. He was the white folks. Yeah. On ice. And he and led him up first, there. if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. Yeah, their first because running from him. That's why he got And then somebody kicked him out the way. Get over! Surprise! What you doing, that cold boy? That Eskimo has the nappiest hair I've ever seen. (laughs) And the number one of the top five little-known black as bad as black people hate the cold. As bad as we hate the cold. Percy Levon Julian. Uh oh. Yeah, little Percy Julian. Little Percy. He escaped the dangerous Jim Crow culture of the South and went on to become a chemist. Oh, and was yeah. lauded for his work in oh, yeah. human yes. hormone synthesis. Oh, wow. High school. You know, steroids. Yeah, little person. Your High welcome. school named in Chicago named after him, yeah, Percy yeah. L. Julian. Yeah, why? Is, did you go there? No, I did not. I went to Lindblom. <sighs> what was that name after? Uh, uh, Robert S. Lindblom was one of the hardest schools to get into in Chicago. Yeah. Well, did you get out? Did I get out? <laughs> <laughs> you can tell you by his out? Marine career he got out. <laughs> <laughs> Jazz man. Jazz man. Tell these good people what is trending. Oh, my goodness. First of all, there's so many things we didn't talk about. We didn't talk about Trump and that whole guilty thing there in New York having to pay $355 million. million. So, look, here's the thing. $355 million plus the 83. Yes. The 85 that he owes. Mm-hmm. So, this is the funny thing. Joe Biden raised $42 million in January. And that would just play uh, for a half a rape for uh, Donald Trump. Oh, my God. Must you say that? <laughs> it's true. It is true. I will say that, you know, there's Anytime a... you owe uh, almost half a billion dollars and you hawking tennis shoes. Yeah, th- <laughs> but they sold out, by the way. No, but he probably only <laughs> ordered a hundred pair. Yeah. Ain't gonna help nothing, yeah. though. And don't tell me it's a ref- inflation when you'll pay four hundred dollars for for for, a pair of gold for the air shoes. defendants. Yeah, for sure, for <laughs> you sure. Can't, you can't wear them on the court. You have to wear them to court. Yeah, the air defendant. And did you see where the the wife of like this real estate mogul or something started a GoFundMe page for him? Yeah, and they raised I, I don't know I don't know how much money, but they say it's it's not even enough to cover like the interest on, on well, this. Well, he's, the, 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 he's bled them dry. Yeah, yeah. And, and let me yeah. one, one thing. Okay, so so he, he has that. But Donald Trump is the first white dude to get a shoe deal since Larry Bird. And <laughs> <laughs> man, I'm telling you, even they booed him though. It was like, get out of here. Even Tom Brady, <laughs> as successful as he's been, he won Super Bowls. He didn't. He got a UGG shoe deal. Everybody gonna wait in line. I'm not even trying to be funny. <laughs> no, you're right. No dude, anyway. 
<laughs> I mean, people do people do not buy because to have a sneaker, you got to be the sneakers are dope because black dudes buy them, correct. and then everybody sees them and wants those sneakers. Yes, right? that's correct. That, that, who gonna want the air redneck? Who gonna like? Yeah. And if you wear that red hat and those gold shoes, you'll look like somebody from one of the uh, sh- old countries. He's always talking about. <laughs> you'll look like every cab driver I've ever had. Yeah, yeah. They're really not that attractive. Yeah, they're yeah. not. Also trending over the weekend, of course, you know the NBA All Star Weekend. Yes. Big, uh, big to do with Chris Brown and being invited to yeah. play, and then being uninvited, and then you know right. Ruffle saying, "Hey, look, we didn't have nothing to do with it," and you know, then of course Suge Knight jumps in and talks about how they're still holding Chris Brown accountable but meanwhile they're giving Dr. Dre a lot of awards and accolades yeah. and Dr. Dre got a got a, he he called accused of domestic violence and he got a, a product called Beats yes so yes, I, I don't yes, even know yes yes I don't know man but I will tell you this finally trending I, I didn't want to talk about this because you're, you're so over it but it was everywhere yeah okay you ready for it no but, Monique oh, and her wow. son back and forth back and forth back and forth with daddy involved in the middle it, it was it was pathetic to see this whole thing play out and she's putting out receipts you know and then why is he talking not the son but the, the well, I don't know what's what happening receipts well what text receipts? messages from, from three, years, three ago. years ago from like years ago yeah I mean, let me just say That's this sad i feel bad i despise her yes but i feel bad for him because i've had a mother like that mm. and it, I, I know what it's like to have a mother like that not the famous kind but but equally as detrimental yeah and i can say this it's clear that Precious wasn't a movie. It was a reality show. <laughs> <laughs> they didn't even have to, she didn't even have to have a script. And I, I, I just, what what I will say is that, you know, it's been three years since you, you know, the text you text your son. I don't know how your son has a baby and, and other, you know, a grandchild and you're not involved in that person's life. But but it's interesting. It's just so much back and It ain't forth. three years before you mentioned your Oscar. Yeah. It ain't three years before you mentioned Tyler Perry's name about, or Oprah's name. How about you work on your family situation instead and, and, of worrying and, and, about yeah, Tyler don't. Perry and Oprah <laughs> Listen, and you? Yeah, right, <laughs> why is she, why right, she worried about you and right, your family? And you know, the one thing I am, funny. I'm that. <laughs> and I'm there's that. that. Then there's I'm that. I'm that. I'm funny. Yeah, then there's That's that. That's what I am. Yeah. You know, you might not like my humor, but I write jokes. You do. I don't get on stage and go. She writes hate. <laughs> yes. yes. Oh, wow. Oh, but that's what's trending. Uh, that, of course, uh, it's the Dale Hughley Show, uh, yeah. your indictment update. update. Uh, thank you for tuning in today. Uh, we appreciate it. Yes. Uh, if you are in Perrysburg, Ohio, or Toledo, or Bowling Green, or the surrounding areas, come check me out. I'm going to be at the uh, to, I'm going to be at the Perrysburg uh, Funny Bone. We just saw uh, on CNN. Um, I, I thought it was uh, they were giving an award, but I thought it was Madonna, but it was William Defoe. But uh, <laughs> I can see how you can make that. I really did. I, well, you don't see them at the same time. That's, that's all right. I say. You, you never see them playing the Like a Virgin video and Platoon back to back. I know that. Yeah. <laughs> Why are you looking at me like that? Because you are so mean. <laughs> if Willem Dafoe get a flat, I'll stop because I think it's Madonna. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. It's the material girl. It's the material girl out here with a flat. <laughs> Oh, Jasmine, what did you learn today? So we're sweetheart? rounding out, obviously, Black History Month. We only have a few scant days left. Scant. Yes. Look at that. Scant. But shout out to Mattel, who has uh, partnered with Cross Colors to give us a nice little Barbie collection <laughs> just for the culture. Cross Colors should give me a, a check. Why? Because I made them famous on Comic View. What? Yeah, yeah you did. That's that. right. You yeah, did with a lot to, of Cross Colors. Yeah, they should. I didn't ever get paid. They just dropped a box of cross colors off, but I used to wear them all the time. They was like, put these on. Yeah. And he was like, yeah. Yeah. So Mattel is doing that, huh? Yeah. 
That's pretty right. dope, though. That I mean, is pretty dope. The girl, the, the Barbie dolls have little They're curly fly. afros. They fly. fly. Yeah, very that's fly. pretty dope. Yeah. Now it's over. You better get them dolls yeah, quick. Get them now. We only made two of them. <laughs> we only made. Hey, you know what? They should come. They should come inside a Trump sneaker. Let's get my man Cheetah. What'd you learn today? I learned today is I'm really happy that Jasmine is feeling better. She was feeling how the folks, uh, old folks, say last feeling mighty week. low. She was low, yeah, feeling low, low uh, last week. So somebody scratches out her head when she's ailing. Yes, I'm glad to see you feeling better, Jasmine. Yeah, thank you. Skip. In other words, you better have your ass at work. Skip didn't care nothing about that. <laughs> Skip knows. <laughs> Oh, you know, it's so yeah. sad you don't feel good. You know, we have, I remember that, Skip had me working from the hospital when I had COVID. Yeah. He said, I'm going to make it real easy for you. Oh, mean yeah, like that? Right? He said that, I'm going to make it real easy yeah, for you. We're going to wheel a mic up to the bed. Yeah. 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 All you got to do is this. Yeah. All you got to do. He got that whip in his back pocket. Hit, hit that little level on the bed and tilt your head up a little bit so you can, your diaphragm can have a little bit. Go on, do you. Go on, do you. All you got to do. That's the light that's how Skip does it. I'm gonna make it real easy for you. Yep. Like not do the show thing. No, no, we're gonna yep. do it. But yep. yeah, yep. scoot your yep. little mask down. Don't play that around. I can't do all that. We'll do what you can. Tell you remember my dad died. He's like, I know when we got you a studio. In <laughs> 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 between services, not far from the funeral home. Now wait a minute, right? right. <laughs> what? Well, it's in a coffin. Yeah. <laughs> the acoustic. Have you ever broadcast that? The acoustics you. are spectacular. <laughs> real burst uh, for them uh, tissues. On the next Dio Ugly show, we're gonna be talking to comedian. And actor Chris Tucker Plus we were giving a deserving someone the true booty of the week award it is the D.L. Hughley show we will definitely see you on the other side Tyler I mean Lucci my favorite show <laughs> Lucci pull that string we got to go <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't work as good <laughs> it's the D.L. Hughley show